she is a pagan. And yet she has helped the king. I am to trust a stranger with my child. <laughs> there is good in Isolde. Providence, Rhode Island. Welcome to The Last Kingdom with Mary and Blake. It's a podcast dedicated to The Last Kingdom on Netflix. So let's see how England was born. My name is Blake, and oh boy, do I remember those long, sleepless nights with sick babies. Ooh-wee. I mean, oh. even sick kids. I mean, our kids right now are six and eight. Yes. And um, there, one, of the, one, of them, <laughs> one of them had tummy troubles just this week, and yeah. I was up all night. Yeah. Actually, yeah. all four of us were in <laughs> our bed together. True. Yeah, it never ends, No, does it? it never Someone ever ends. Someone once told me that you will sleep again soundly when your youngest is seven. I'm here to say I doubt that's gonna. I'm here. To, I'm here to say they lied. <laughs> <laughs> we do sleep more consistently, though, right? We do. We do. We do. Uh, so, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I would. I would say that. Yes. There is something to that. <laughs> but well, still. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! Well, hello everyone, and welcome, of course, back to the Last Kingdom. We are so excited. We're here, of course, in the penultimate episode. Before we delve into it, though, we wanted to remind you that this podcast is brought to you by our friends at jointhenerdclan.com. If you enjoy this, if you enjoy any of our podcasts, head on over to join nerdclan.com for as little as $2 a month. That's less than a cup of coffee, less than a cup of joe. You can support this mom and pop podcast endeavor. Uh, this is honestly my full-time job. This is Blake's part-time job, making sure that we can keep all these podcasts and media company going. So thank you to our friends who already support us. And if you'd like to jump on in, the water is just fine. There's extra perks and wonderful things there. Um, you can find us on all sorts of social media. Just search Mary and Blake. We've got an exclusive Facebook group. Check that out too. Mary and Blake, you'll find that super easy. All right, let's get into the show. Well, this was episode seven of The Last Kingdom. As Mary said, it is the penultimate episode of season one, as there are only eight episodes in this season, which is... Crazy, like uh, I didn't. But these episodes are so full. These they are episodes very full. make you feel like you've watched two or three episodes. There are multiple moments in each one where I'm like, "Oh wow, it's done." Nope, it's not. <laughs> it's it's going. Okay, let's like, do it's, this. It's a full hour. Oh yeah, it is a bit like you know. There are some shows that are like, you know, like 49, 52 minutes ish. Yeah. Oh no, no, this is a full hour, and you feel it. Yes, you definitely feel it. All yes, right, so absolutely. tell me a little bit about this episode. All right, it was directed by Peter Hoare. Uh, right. Now this person Terrible is actually it is uh, not a great name. Poor I mean, thing. there's just I mean, not great, Bob. Um, however, you absolutely, Mary, know Peter Hoare's work. Okay, uh, he has directed many episodes of 
The Umbrella Academy, Love which that is show. a personal, extraordinarily personal favorite of Mary and Monkeys Blake. in Space. Monkeys in Space, man. That's what That's it comes down to. That's just the cover image on Netflix. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he actually directed uh, The White okay, Violin, which is which was the season finale of season one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, that was, yeah. If you guys want a bananas show, uh, pun there, intended. There's a, bunch, there's a whole bunch of other shows here. Cloak Monkey, and Dagger, bananas. Altered Carbon on Netflix, The, uh, the Runaways, uh, The Defenders, Iron Fist, Daredevil. So he is he was really big in like Marvel. In like Marvel. action kind of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, and which I can see for a lot of this episode. Yeah. He's, he's also directed episodes of Da Vinci's Demons and Shetland okay. as well, uh, as well as Doctor Who, too. Hmm. Uh, the writer was, once again, Chris Bouchard, the showrunner of, of uh, The Last Kingdom for seasons one through three. Marvin, yes. your Shields rating. This is my highest one. It's a 4.9. All right. Yeah, we're get, we've got there. We're All here. We're here. Right. We have arrived. It's taken me a while. And it's not that I don't like this show. It's just not necessarily one I would have picked out. Yes. But I'm here. I'm I know. here for it. And she's ready to go. And and we are finally getting back to Mary and Blake Media norms where your rating is higher yes. than mine. Yes. That feels much better. I just okay. I feel like we're in a comfort Filled zone now. Kilter, I, I was know. just like it was way too much for me to have you high to have me higher than you. That's okay. I don't like it. I don't like when that happens. All right, before we get into the GBGs, well, I didn't give you my rating. Oh, what is what? Okay, what is it? It's a four it's eight. Than mine. Oh my god, that still is super high. <laughs> yes, it is. It's very high. Very okay. very high. I yes. dig it. Well, before we get into the GBGs, the good, the bad, and the great of the episode, we do want to remind you that this episode is brought to you by Minute with Mary. Um, it's in addition to podcasting, I love to play with makeup and help people feel more confident and creative. And I actually have a brand new product on sale this month of August. And it's magnetic lashes. Oh, hey, girl. Because I love hey. lashes. I love mascara. I love getting my lashes nice and stronger and healthier. And now I have like simple, easy to use lashes. So you can get magnetic lashes or my magnetic liner and lashes at a 15% off discount. All you need to do is go to minutewithmary.com slash discount to grab yours. All right. GBGs, Blake, our goods, our bads, and our greats. What do you got? Um, my good for this episode was the fact that the king burnt bread. <laughs> you know what? That's a great good. Thank I mean, you. Yeah, that's a great yeah. good. Yeah, right? Because such a small little detail. He's like, And Eastwood's just like, I asked you to do one thing. You had one job to that's do, it. dude. That's it. And he's, he's like, like oh, yeah. I guess I'm never going to try to cook again. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. my gosh. Like, you know, that's like the old adage, like, if you want, if you never want to go uh, food shopping ever again, yeah. just buy all the wrong stuff. Yeah. And, and your partner will never send you again. Pretty much. You just took the lazy person's way out yes. of everything. <laughs> oh, my gosh. My bad was, it's not anything bad that the show did, nor that the actors did. It's it's just how terribly I felt for the queen, yes. who I really don't like. And I really don't like her like faux beard look yeah. that she's got going it, it, on half the time. It's very How to Train Your Dragon yes. 3, yes. you know, rough like, nut. What are we doing here? Nut. Get a yes. scarf. Um, <laughs> just cry into my thick, full, full <laughs> thick beard. Yes, exactly. It's like, it's like she forgot her tweezers to pick her chin hairs. And she's just like, oh, this this will do. I'm the queen. I can totally start a new fashion. It's fine. Um but you just felt so bad for her. Yes. You know, I feel like I feel like parents nowadays and for all time, this goes to show you medical choices that you make for your child's life. Yep. Choices that you make for your child's life in general, you know, choosing the right school. Um, you know, here we are. I'm not even get, I'm not even trying to get into it. Okay, I'm not getting into this. So friends and nope. comments, it's not supposed to be but a discussion right now is going to be to to vax or not to vax your kid, or to right? To mask or to not mask. Yes, yes. Like there's just all these different things where like 
people have their own personal opinions and they feel so strongly about it. And I'm just watching this, feeling the angst as a mother myself about medical questions that you've had, right. life or death things that you may have. So uh, that was just my bad is I felt those tears. And I got to say that actress, her runny nose. Oh, her runny nose game. On point. Woof. I love, I love when people cry and they've got runny noses because yes. I know when I cry, I got all the runny boogies. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the runny boogies. It is not a pretty cry. And it's like my eyes say, we know that this would look cute if you were crying. Yeah. But let's give you boogers. <laughs> let's really, really work oh, the wait, waterworks. What, what was that word again? The boogers. Your cousin from Boston. You're welcome. Uh, and then my great is that nobody died in the fights. Learford and Uhtred. Yes. Nobody died. Nobody died. It was Yay. It was all just... I know that that's a simple great. No, but that's but good. I dig their chemistry of their bromance. Yes. And I'm here for it. The, so the chemistry about... shared between those two is... is Particularly is, in this is episode. Excellent. All right. My good for me is actually Isolt. Uh, and not that I am in huge love with how Isolt was introduced uh, in the show. I still think that... She was her introduction was rushed and it was uh, it was it was forced almost. But I do love what her character brings in this episode. Mm -hmm. It brings tension. It brings a lot of great tension um, between what it is to be a Dane, what it is to be a pagan and what it is to be a Saxon and, and, and being Catholic. But it's not on the nose and it's not. Like it's not repeating the same stuff that has happened earlier in this season. Mm -hmm. It's different, and it's different in a real tactile way, which makes, uh, which makes the reality of the situation that much more like, viable. Like we we talked about that actually. We were watching Loki. And Mary was saying, you know, I feel like I'm I'm watching Tom Hiddleston in a theater. In a theater. Yes. And. She's not buying into the reality. And I think that's because the emotional math for you doesn't add up. That's what it feels like to me. And I think it's because Loki's dressed like he's in the 70s in a suit. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, but I just, I feel like it is a real tactical, tactile, um, thematic uh, mode of persuasion that Isolt is in this okay. and what she brings. And I really like that. My bad <laughs> is that hard cut. To the priest that's walking and it starts the music it's like duh, duh, duh. remember when the priests went out to go marshland regular like when, wessex when, where are we when, give me uh, a little bit when more they were work. leaving to let everybody know after the marshland that the king was alive and they showed all the priests walking and then you were like <laughs> mary was singing to it she's like badass priest badass priest <laughs> oh yeah yeah i remember it's so like they the showed music this, just didn't fit. It did not fit. It did not fit whatsoever. No. And it was a hard cut too. Like yes. it was like, okay, Alfred holding the baby. Yeah. And it was and like rock. It was like, like yeah. they're gonna win. The baby's alive. <laughs> the priests are here to save the day. Yeah, it was, it was so weird. It was so weird. Yeah. And it was just this one shot of a priest walking up a hill or whatever it was. Yeah. And that was it. Like as if he was Goliath. Yeah. Like you would have thought that was Uhtred about to yes. go like the ships on fire. Yes. And, no, and it's no, Bob. It's Bob. <laughs> Not even uh, Bjorka or no, whatever. It's no, like, it's like Bob. Fa Father Bob is yeah. just walking along. Father Bob's like, I'm so glad I, I made it. 
Ooh. He's like, where's some water? Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Does anybody have a fig? I Newton? heard they were baking bread. Yeah. <laughs> my great though, my great of course is the position that this episode puts Alfred in as it relates to um, his faith. And mm. I'm not saying that Alfred is questioning his faith because I don't think Alfred ever would, mm-hmm. but it does open up some avenues for him where maybe what I believe isn't the hundred percent truth. Maybe I'm allowed to, to just take the advice of pagans here. And because there's a even great... Uchid at the end, he's like, God works in mysterious ways. Right. And he's like, didn't God create the pagans too? Like there, mm-hmm. there's this whole thing. And, you can see that there, it, it may not be uh, a furious, raging battle. No, but, but it's it not is, all black and white. Right. It's not black and white. And that is where this show lives. And that is why I really like how they did mm-hmm. this for this episode. Just because you're king and just because you've read it doesn't necessarily mean that there's not other truths out there Absolutely. that can work in tandem. Absolutely. So that is my great. Cool. Being in the gray and being in the gray is where this show should live and uh, when it does live there Gandalf. it is <laughs> it, just, oh my goodness you are just such a nerd. Gandalf the gray. Nerd! I'm actually playing not the Lord of the Rings score from the movies uh-huh. but there were actually these wind ensemble pieces that were written for Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. and I'm going to be playing them this year. Oh my god, that is a double. There's one song all about Gandalf's horse. (laughs) No, you know what? That's a triple nerd. You are going to come to that concert. (laughs) Maybe I'll get you a t-shirt. Oh man. All right. What so uh what say you, Marvin? What is the thing that stands out to you? Well, can we go a little chronologically? I think that that's going to help me digest yeah, this episode sure. let's, a wee let's bit. Go. So we let's start go. things off, of course, with the battle. The battle of battles. And then in comes Brita. And I was like... <gasps> oh, that reveal was... Ex- that was that should have been a tie for me. That reveal of Brita was awesome because we already know that's the That's when the rock star music should have come in, not for the priests. Absolutely. For Brita. Brita should have had the rock star music. Seriously. Oh my so gosh. So good. She comes in, she's got a red braids in. And I honestly thought, like, look at her. She's having the Danes come and save. Like, oh, the Danes must have found out that there's going to be this great battle between, you know, Uhtred, uh, the, the, what is he? Uhtred the Godless. Uhtred the Godless. And then Leah Fritch and the Danes are going to come on in. And, and I just thought, like, his brother Dane, the guy with the R name, he was going to come, young Ragnar. Yes. Yeah. Young Ragnar was going to come and be like, dude, touch my brother. Yeah. Like, I was ready for all that to go down. Not at all what it meant. No. Like, not- it just, he was just lucky. Like, that was the same day they picked to go invade Wessex. Yes. I don't think Brita even knew that that battle was, the way that they shot it, because we watched it a couple times, the yeah. way they shot it, like, I don't even know if she really saw Uhtred. I felt like she just kind of, like, came into town. At first, because I thought Brita said her save him, it was, okay, they're about to battle. This is the time we save Uhtred. But the second time I watched it, I don't even she, know if she knew. I don't think there. she saw him. Yeah, the, the was, way that it was shot. Yeah, at least. it just more was like, up oh, the dumb Wessex people are are distracted by something. Yes, let me go tell everybody. It's a good moment to come that's, on. That's in. the way it felt to yes. me as well. Uh, she may have learned that there was a battle between Uhtred and, and Leah Fritch, or maybe she just learned that there was a battle happening, like there was a one on one happening. Yeah, and they used that. Like maybe they heard it through the grapevine and. And I know you want to do it. I know you want to do it. I, I saw it in your eyes. Um, maybe she heard it through through you know all the people, and then mm-hmm. that's how they planned it. How do you feel about this whole thing, though? Like, is it is it? Do you 
Do you buy it. it? Do you buy yeah. it that that's the way that it would go down? Yeah. Uh, really? Oh, yeah. You know, we've been playing a lot of chess here in this house over yes, the have. summer. Um, our kids now know it. Yes, they're six and eight. They're not perfect. Those nights, those nights are the tricky ones. They are tricky, the man. L-shaped moves they got to do. But to me, this was, let's just continue this offensive line that we've got. You yeah, know? sure. Like, let's, let's go all in. Yep. We've got young Ragnar. He's getting ready to do his thing. But Guthrum... I think Guthrum, now that Abba's dead, yeah. is kind of like, oh. I'm the man. Oh. <laughs> and I'm actually good at this. Right. You know, like, I never thought I was good at it because all the sun shined on Abba, but, like, I'm actually good at this. Yeah, yeah. I, I just want to say- I want to flex. I am in on Guthrum's flex. Guthrum's flex is one for- it, He comes from the clouds. Sorry, he comes from the forest. And just flexes all over the Saxons. And I just thought he, as a character, is really good. He's really good because there are uh, a couple of things that happen. He just, he dismisses all of these people just off the cuff, just like, yeah, whatever, you know, yeah. and, and he's killing all these Saxons. And, and it's great. But he saves a couple, he saves one of them and says, you know, Guthrum is your god now. Mm-hmm. You know, go, go in peace and all that other stuff. And he just totally pantses Ethelwald. I mean, he pantses him to the center of the planet. Yes, uh, Ethelwald coming out and I'm the real king. Yeah, and, get out of here. I mean, let's be real. This kid's still alive. We may not like him. We may not like his right. ways, but he is still alive. And I, I'll give him credit at least for trying. <laughs> like, yeah. give him give him a little effort point. Yeah. You know, like one one point. You're still here, and you're trying, and you're like you're trying to be the thing. And I watched him put the crown. I'm like, he's in chess. He's just that little sneaky pawn that keeps going forward. Yeah, like he's. Just I may waiting. be able to get a crown at the end. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Guthrum's flex is one for the ages here. And the fact that the guy just comes in and sweeps Wessex, I, I mean, the, the strongest kingdom in England, mm-hmm. and just, yep, yeah, okay, it's mine. See you later. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uses not only it. not only his strength, but he recognizes the power of the written word as well. When he's in, yes. that is, so he calls it magic. He's yes. like, this is magic without without sound. This is mm-hmm. what I need. And it's funny because Ragnar and Breda are very quick to dismiss it. What did you think of Guthrum's I love there? it because, I mean, you think back to episode one where Father Bjorka was telling young Uhtred, yeah. you need to learn how to read. This is important. So, you know, here we are. Many people have already watched this series multiple times, so we don't know that much. But to me, this is reminding us as viewers that people who can read and the written word is going to play a massive role in this. It's not just that it's Alfred's special little magic, but for the Danes, someone's going to have to be able to read for them. Yep. Yep, absolutely. And, there, you know, and of course, as we're talking about the invasion here, we should also be talking, too, I think, about the fight between Uhtred and Leofric. It really felt like they were going at each other. And the way that this was directed, you can tell that someone is very experienced with action, the way that Peter Hoare is, mm-hmm. because the way that this action was shot, and the fight was shot was yeah. visceral. Uh, you were Agreed. right in it. And the, the camera, and, and, and there was another uh, thing that I really liked too, is when the Saxons invaded everybody and they, they had this one shot 
that's following the horses into town Mm -hmm. and you're seeing all the people just get slaughtered and it's like horses or like it's like quick shots it's it's they don't stay on it too long because it's just moving too quickly and it's it's like you're a soldier that's in the middle of it too but the fight itself was expertly um shot and there's this one shot that i i thought I, i really loved which was uh, Leah Fritch and Uhtred are like are going in between hallways and they come along the pikes and all the pikes fall and he grabs one he throws it uh, Le- Leah Fritch throws it as Uhtred like at his head and mm-hmm. he just gets out of the way in a minute Uhtred does um, really excellently yeah. directed what did you think about the fight and did you believe that these two were really going at no, each I, other? No I totally did and then what was interesting is it led right into the Dane invasion Invasion, yeah. and Leah Fritch and Uhtred still had to continue you think about you know when watching the Olympics they're, they're live being shown yeah. right now and there was this one event in the triathlon where a boat got in the way <laughs> so That's you know right. a quarter yeah. of the men's triathlon athletes couldn't actually start their swim and the rest of everybody's going and they're swimming and they're kicking they're trying to get an early lead so they can have this early success and they actually had to stop them and have everybody restart they gave them like five minutes to like breathe and get ready mm-hmm. and then start again and i was thinking about how the gentleman who started the race, giving it their all, swimming with their their heart out, who then had to redo that. How I wonder if any of them actually made it to you know even the top ten, even the right, top yeah, twenty, yeah. because they gave their all. And that's what I was thinking with with Leofrich and Utrid here. You know, they gave their all to stay alive in this fight, and then they had to go and like kill Danes <laughs> and find their way to safety. So they go up and they find their way to safety. And uh, that next scene that I really thought was interesting is when the nun uh, was being attacked and how it was a woman. Who who chose to see yeah, her. Yeah, is no joke. Esalt is, oh, I'm really liking her character. And the problem that I have with her is that I know she's going to die. <laughs> I just, I know it deep down in my bones. And it is unfortunate because I really like her. That, that woman stands up and says, no, nah, no, nah, we're not doing this anymore. This is not going to happen and saves this nun and doesn't care what Leah Fritch says, doesn't care what Uhtred says, just does what she's going to do. Yeah. And that is it. You know, um, that is really important for her as a character. And it makes her um, uh, our little lass is joining Sorry. us. <laughs> <laughs> Such so, is life, right? It happens. It happens. It's, it's OK. Um, and so Esalt is great. I, and I love what happens with her as a character, how she saves the nun. But also, like I said, does show up and out of nowhere when the king is, you know, in the marshlands and everything, um, just steps up and makes this tonic for him and says, yeah, okay, here you go. Just drink this and you'll be fine. Just out of nowhere. Just does it with unprovoked, just shows up and takes care of it. Yeah, I know. You know, I... I agree with everything you're saying. You know, she's giving her all. She's trying just to do the right thing and, and keep people alive. And um, I don't think she's long for this world either, sadly. I, I think there's a great juxtaposition here between what happens with the fight. Because remember, um, they were saying that the, the reason why that there is this one-off battle between Leah Fritch and Uhtred is that, you know, obviously 
they had to punish Uhtred and it was going to be a fight to the death and mm-hmm. that God would choose the survivor. Uh, dun, right? dun, dun. But at the end of this episode, we have Alfred choosing to go to the word of a pagan mm-hmm. to save his baby. So mm-hmm. I-, I love how there is a mirror here where God is supposedly the, he will choose the, the, the pure of heart, the one who is supposed to win yet. He it has no power necessarily to to save young Edward, the the the, the boy prince, uh, the baby prince rather. It, no matter how many prayers there were, uh, no matter how much Father Biakas says, "Oh yay, great! All the prayers we've done, everybody, oh, that, like, a whole church." That was us, right? Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, that was yeah, that was us. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that was us, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, there is this great mirroring here where the church really has no role, mm-hmm. at least the way that it's shown uh, in Edward's um, recovery. It, it is a pagan who has done this. So uh, a, a great way to represent the, the, um, the, the, the battle in between what it means to be a Dane, what it means to be a Saxon, and how these two, especially through the form of Uhtred, are going to interact through the remainder of how their time together. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. When he, I feel like you've just been able to see their relationship like pull apart more and more and more and more. And yet Uhtred is getting closer to Alfred and getting his, his trust more and more each day, yeah, you know? because you know, he shows when, when up, he, he shows up, oh my gosh, when he's like, Hey, priest, I hope you got a lot of money or something because we just saved your butt, yeah, right. And then it turns out to be the king after all. That reveal was uh, awesome, yeah. I was just gonna ask you about that. Like, what did you think about that? That, that was it just like, do you think that was just a little? Oh, I loved it, it yeah. You thought that was good, I loved it because to me, it was like. You know, you've had those very few moments in your life where like, wow, that just worked out. Yeah, right? You know, that's what that was. <laughs> and one other thing that I really loved too in that scene was Uhtred is on the boat with everybody and he's pushing off and he's like five feet away from uh, the land, right? Mm-hmm. And the Vikings are coming, the Danes are coming and they ha- they're on horses and Uhtred's like five feet. There's nothing that the that the Danes can do except just like throw their swords, even if they could. Yeah. Like, they're five feet away, and you can't do anything about it. Um, that was that was an interesting an interesting dichotomy right there. Agreed. Too. Thought that was you really know, and cool. then and then where they're going, and the the other Danes come on in, and Uhtred says, ultimately, Arthur, uh, not Arthur, Ut- Alfred. Oh, too many names. <laughs> too many A's. Um, <laughs> who are these people? Um, he says, you know, to really win, you need to make it one great battle. And if we kind of draw these people out from their ships, get them lost in the swamplands, bada bing, bada boom, let's do it. I loved that fight. Uh, oh, the uh, when the when the, the swamp fight, the swamp fight, yeah, yeah, and you gotta give it to Uhtred and yeah. to Leofric and to all these people who were just like, okay, we're gonna wait for thirty Danes just yeah. to come running after us and be like ten feet away from us, mm-hmm. and then we're just gonna run. Yeah, we're just gonna run. I we'll see what it. happens. And what a great plan! What a what a smart plan! And I love that. Both Uhtred and Alfred are recognize that they have to get one big battle. Mm-hmm. They have to get one decisive battle to put an end to all of the stuff that's been going on um, between the Danes, or at least you know to their to their ability of, of what they know. Um, 
and that Uhtred not only saves Edward, the, the baby prince, but he comes up with this plan to defeat the Danes. Uh, the guy, he is, he is producing for Alfred. Seriously? And it really does. Because my sense is that Uhtred will always be a Dane. It, like, At heart. I think there is there is there is a big part of him that is a Saxon, but there is a there is a bigger part of him, to my understanding, that mm-hmm. there is he's he's really a Dane. Yeah, and his his love of of um, Isolt is believable to me. Mm-hmm. I think the way that he reacts to situations is see, I believable don't see it as to love. Me. I see it as awe. Like this is something that I've never seen before in a person. This is something that I admire. You know, he hasn't really like he admired Brita. I felt his his love for Brita, but yeah. that's because of the history that they had. Um I don't know if if Esau, if Esau kinda, looked at you the way that she looked at Uhtred. Woo! I mean, uh, you telling me you wouldn't question things? I'm no, but like <laughs> like that's like lust. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. And yeah, you can admire people, but I don't know. We need to like air her dirty laundry a little bit. She can't. What do you mean? She can't be this perfect. She can't just bippity boppity boo everyone to be better. And you know, just she can't be the perfect girl. That's all I'm saying. She's gonna have some skeletons in her closet. (laughs) Um, I I like the fact also that they didn't necessarily show the ritual because that ritual, like they they showed how it was going to be practiced. Um, Like she was, she made the the rune what looks to be uh, in in the mud. Um, and that she shows her like how she shows Uhtred how um, the baby's going to be passed from one area to the place of hell through the mud and everything. Ew. Was uh, it hell? I didn't see that. No, no. From the, from the, from one area okay. of the mud and to the other, like yeah. from Why one. Did you say hell? No, I didn't say hell. I thought you said, I thought you did. <laughs> no. I thought you said move from one area of hell. No. <laughs> wow. Uh, How to tell when the hosts aren't listening. Well, that's my destined to be theory of the week, so I'm going to... I think it's Uhtred's kid. Oh, you beat me to it. Mock me. Oh, no, that's the wrong one, boy. There we go. It's Uhtred's kid. Uhtred's kid totally dies. Uhtred, son of Uhtred. Yeah, Uhtred, son of Uhtred. Part two. Part two. No, it's part three. Part three. (laughs) Totally dies. Yeah. Um... Because you can't just have a spare baby in this plot and not come back to it. Right. Yeah, I feel like there's a reason why Uhtred had this baby, and that is going to be a thing that happens. Though, if it if that were to be the case, it's a little wishy-washy for me. Like, it's a little too convenient that that's the thing. Um, I'm okay with it. And, like, I, I, I sit here and I wonder, okay, what was the point of Mildreth? Like, what was the point to break him up with Brita. Yeah, but Isolt could have done that. I don't know. Isolt could have done that too. So what I, I guess what I'm getting at is this. Maybe the point Maybe of, to get make him because he had all that debt. Like he had to keep sticking around with Alfred. Like there were so many other things that he had to do for him because he had this property. And yeah, but I th- just a, an attempt to become more Saxon and and that was how he was going to become an elderman. It was this low-hanging fruit of like, oh, this is what you want? Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, I, that that's fair. I mean, I, I will accept that. Um, I just, I think there is a terrific um, theme happening here that, you know, it, it, it your faith is what is important, mm-hmm. not necessarily what religion it is or how you practice or what you practice, but faith plays a huge role. And 
it, it shows that if Alfred is going to be a wise king, he has to consider all various faiths, not just being a Catholic, not just being somebody um, that follows the rule uh, and the, the letter of the law that he that he sends. Like it has to be, you know, a larger picture. So, uh, anything else that you want to say uh, about it. this episode? Don't trust Alfred in the kitchen. <laughs> I agree. I uh, totally agree. Um, let me see if I have anything else. I got my notes here. Uh, no, I think we're good. I think we're good. Yeah, that's it. Let's close this. Uh, let's close this bad boy out, shall we? We shall. Our little lass has joined us. She's afraid there's a bug. And that's why we're closing the show a little bit earlier than we normally <laughs> so do. So I apologize. Mom life, hashtag. Oh, hashtag happening. parent life. Yes, exactly. So we got to go. We, we were talking about sleepless nights earlier. Hey, so we got to go take care of a bug. That's that's what I got to do sometimes. So uh, <laughs> Hopefully it's not a spider because I ain't you, doing it's it. It's not. It's definitely not a spider. I saw it, but now I don't see it. And that's okay. why she's nervous. Right, and that's why enough. she isn't getting off of me because we don't know where it went. <laughs> <laughs> she knocked it off the window and we saw it on its back. And it was like, you know, on its back kicking around. I was like, don't worry, don't worry. It can't get you. And now we don't see it anymore. So <laughs> I guess I flipped over. <laughs> that note, thank you all so much for tuning in to this podcast. We are excited to do the finale with you. And we'll keep on trudging. Not trudging, but we'll keep, I think of trudging because of the swamp. We'll keep on moving along. Oh, no. I forgot something. What? Oh, it's a Marion Blake Media uh, tradition. What? It's the final countdown oh, you're right. to the season to the season one finale. Finale. Yeah. Oh my goodness! What was I thinking? About a bug. <laughs> well, everybody, uh, thank you again so much for uh, taking the time to uh, listening to the Last Game with Marion Blake. As always, go to marionblake.com. Check out all the great stuff that we have there. Whether it is the MCU Diaries blog or podcast, uh, t- we just covered up or just finished our job with Loki, so that was amazing. Or Outlander cast, This Is Us 2, uh, The Potterverse, talking about Harry Potter, uh, or The Handmaid's Diaries, which is a blog series about The Handmaid's Tale, which I'm very proud of as well. And of course, all, as always, go to jointhenerdclan.com where you can get a whole bunch of great, fun, awesome stuff. Uh, you know, all the great perks as our, both of our kids join us now. It's a mom and pop podcast, <laughs> so I'm telling you. This is why you have to go to jointhenerdclan.com. <laughs> make make this possible. <laughs> Want to say hi? Here, say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. We're talking it about Vikings. It is the grand closing. It is the grand closing. Wait, You're hey, right. What do, you, what do you know about Vikings? They don't like dragons at all. When in the first year to have any dragon, that's it. Alright, hold on. It's the final countdown. Sorry, I just you know it's You need to rock out, man. You gotta, you gotta get your you know, you gotta get your Europe on every once in a while. Alright, everybody, my name is Mary. My name is Blake. And oh what, hold did on, you wanna, what do you wanna say? My name's Reese. Alright. <laughs> All right. And uh, you've been listening to The Last Kingdom with Mary and Blake. What? Destiny. Destiny is all. It's all.